I don't even know what Super Bowl we're on right now. Neither do I, but at least I know <laughs> about Thanksgiving football. You would have been freaking... What? How old would I have been? Come on, been, I want to hear it. Th- I want to hear it. You would have been a little baby. 87, how old would I have been? Stop, you put me on the spot. <laughs> I don't like being put on the spot. It makes me uncomfortable. Wait, I need to figure out how old I am right now. Yeah. You're only four years old. Good job. I'm actually surprised you got it. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, nothing changes with Aaron. I can I love it. I love it. (laughs) Nothing ever changes. It's always the same. I'm I'm listening to that because I was like, I don't know what's on this intro. I was like, it's been a while since I've used this. And then I'm listening to him like, this could have been a conversation we could have just had five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that just, was from a long time ago. I just so, like to keep things consistent. That's all. Consistent. Yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> because that was created, well, in 2021, November 2021. Well, so just a year ago. Yeah. But that still could have been five minutes ago. I and know. It, it would have been all the more true. And Again. it still would have been all the more correct. And it just shows how Aaron can math yes, so well. Can math so, oh, so well. <laughs> I am only used to counting like tens, okay? I love how doing, <laughs> while that was playing, you were just putting, like, putting your head down and just being like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but anyways, welcome yeah. to another episode. I'm Paul and joined by Aaron once again. Hey. So. I haven't told Aaron exactly what we're doing yet on this one, <laughs> but here's what we're doing. Um, because I, I do like to try to do at least, and, and I know I'm surprising Aaron. So if he, if he all of a sudden screams and yells that, that that's why, oh, uh, I, <laughs> Aaron's like, Oh, huh. what did I just get myself into? Oh no. But I, I, I traditionally, like to try to don't always be successful, especially during the summer months. Cause summer is just weird with vacations and family mm. reunions and all that other stuff. Right. But I try to at least once a month have like some sort of spiritual typey episode thingy going on. And mm-hmm. I love it. How all of a sudden Aaron's face just all of a sudden just changed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is why I didn't tell you ahead of time because I'd be like, oh, he's just going to. Um, no. <laughs> Aaron's just like, what's going on? I'm getting so nervous. Why are you getting so nervous? I don't know. That's how we hear my voice go up. It means so okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what, what I was thinking, Aaron, this should be relatively simple for you. I, and I love how his face right now is like i disagree with you uh-huh. <laughs> like he, he's like wide-eyed. he's like raising his eyebrows like uh-huh sure 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 so because because it's been a minute it's been a minute since we've done something like that on or something like this on here <laughs> I, wish, to- I wish i had a camera right <laughs> I, I wish i had my camera on my phone up and running right now because the the facial expressions that are going across Aaron's face are just so perfect. I'm just looking around, man. I'm trying to search for what I think this is. What, what do you think? I don't it? know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like I said, try to bring it 
have some spiritual or whatever kind of episode once a month. Again, kind of failed on that, working on that. See how it goes, you know, going forward. But what I was thinking, okay, Johnson, just look at me, look me in the eye, look at me in the eye. Okay. Mm -hmm. Since it's been a couple months since we've done something like this. Yeah. The thought was, Uh what have you been learning spiritually over the last couple months? (laughs) (laughs) I love the initial reaction there. Just the, (sighs) no, 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 no. Why you go, no, 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 no. Jesus. Why? I don't know. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to give you a minute to think on that because I do have a story. One one that disturbed me a little bit on my way here. Um, When I say on my way here, I mean down to your place today. Today? Yeah. Well, Disturbing. So it was actually right by my house. Uh, Well, apartment, not house, but yes. Right by my apartment. Um, So... So earlier today we went to breakfast uh, up in Milwaukee and then Aaron and Josh and Peter went and got uh, their fill of sugar and motorcycle ride testing. Yeah. And all that fun well, stuff. I didn't get to test anything. Yeah. I just looked at and it. And the music store stuff, blah, blah, blah. So while they did that, I took a nap. Anyways, the, the, I say that to set the stage that I wasn't with them when they got done with the music store and I was going to come down and meet them up, up back at Aaron's place. Uh-huh. And I had, you know, my dog with me. So I was like, okay, I got to pick up my dog, drop her off at my mom's, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so I leave my apartment and I'm getting on, it's, um, forget the name of the road that's right there. I don't know why I can never remember the name of the road, even though it it should be like, because I just turn on it. I don't look at the name of the road. I just turn on it. (laughs) So you pull out of your apartment complex area and you go left. I go right. Well, I go left out of the driveway. And then you take a right on the road. Yep. And then then you take another right. Isn't that 45? Uh, Ish. It's, well, it leads to it, or it's like kind of like turns into it at some point. Yeah, like I said, doesn't matter. It's yeah. it's the road that I take. It's okay. nine or Paul lives, or I have that I sh- idea. I should know. I should know what the road is, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, I'm driving, getting past the Target building, and I notice there's a bunch of uh, cars on either side of the road. And hmm. right past the Target building, as I'm going south on the road, there's a, like a small little. I don't even know what denomination church this is, but like old timey church. Mm. And they had a big old banner out that said old timey revival meeting, you know? So they had like a big old tent and mm-hmm. in, in the yard, a bunch of, you know, chairs, a pulpit in the middle. And they've been having like a revival meeting every day for like the past week. And today was like their big final one, whatever. Right. You know, and in the past couple of days, you know, when I've driven by it, Hasn't really been that busy, but today was busy. Hmm. And this is what I saw. And I know I've made my thoughts clear. You know, I've mentioned it before. You know, I'm not really one for mixing in politics and religion. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be a Christian, you can be a Democrat or a Republican, whatever. You know, some people say, well, you can't be this because blah, blah, blah. You can be whatever denomination. We're going to neither deny. 
nomination. Wow. Political party. <laughs> that, that's how bad it gets at times where it seems it like it, it seems like political parties are religion and a denomination in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. But neither political party, and when I say neither, I mean Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green Party, whatever, right, is perfect and is going to represent the Christian values perfectly. You have mm-hmm. to kind of pick and choose the one that works best for what you know you definitely hold true to and what the bible says both are just as bad you know we and both have leaders that are just as horrible right now it seems to be the de facto that you know trump is kind of the quote-unquote head leader of the republican party which he has done some stuff that just no i fully reject don't like whatsoever you know Mm. just not a fan of you know some of his comments some of the things he's done etc okay some of the politics that he's done, I like. Some of mm-hmm. his personal stuff he's done, not a fan of. Mm-hmm. But I, I say that, you know, because I'm not a fan of that sort of thing. So I'm driving by this old-timey revival thing. Mm. You know, cars again lined up up and down the street. And I'm like, wow, they are busy today. Like thinking, oh, maybe it's just because it's a Saturday. No, 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 no. I, as I'm driving by, and I almost stopped and took pictures of it. But basically, they just had like a bunch of like vans all on the lawn at this old timey revival with just political signs up and down. It's like this for this, this, you know, Trump is my president, you know, stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, you just ruined your old timey revival by doing this. Yeah. And I just sat there. It, like I said, part of me wanted to stop and take pictures. And then at the other part, I was like, you know what? I don't have the time to waste on something stupid like this. Like mm. you can like Trump, you can like DeSantis, you can like Biden. I will mock you if you like Biden because I I, I don't care what side of the the aisle you're on. You have to understand Biden is kind of a bumbling old man he's at times. Not doing well. And you have to have news conferences because he's gotten COVID for like the third or fourth or I don't know what number time right and they go he showed me his plate that he was eating and that was part of the news conference you just go i don't care what side of the aisle you're on you're embarrassed that that is where we're at Mm -hmm. on that you're like no but yeah yeah so this revival all of a sudden then turning itself essentially into a political rally yeah and and of course you know being you know a small little church type thing it is all of the political signs and political whatever all republican yeah and 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 i'm on the republican side you know of things but even then i i just sat there and got i i I, i'm embarrassed for this i'm like right it's like i just wanted if i didn't have my dog with me and i wasn't coming down to meet up with you I might have stopped for the circus <laughs> to laugh at it. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a comedy show. <laughs> Look what we're trying to do here. They wouldn't have appreciated me coming up and being sarcastic to them, but you oh, know, no. that, that's just me. And um, if you don't appreciate my sarcasm, then, well, I got nothing to tell you on that one. Sorry. I got Maybe it. you just shouldn't be sarcastic. Oh, trust me. <laughs> that sarcasm meter never turns off with me. Never. 
I love my sarcasm. Me and my sarcasm make a great team. No, I'm not being sarcastic <laughs> right now. Me and my sarcasm are a great team. <laughs> but that just kind of just like made me inside just kind of go, oh, you know, that that it's fine and great to be proud of your country, but not at the expense of mixing it with the religion and make it seem that the religion and that love for country are the same because when it ultimately mm. comes down to it, this people go, Oh, traitor, traitor, traitor. When it ultimately comes down to it, my allegiance isn't to the country. Right. It's to God. Now, right now, thankfully in the United States, at least, you know, that, that the, the two seem to align. Could I see the day where that isn't the case? Yes. Where, I'm sorry, where? Where you have to kind of pick, are you aligning to God or are you aligning to the country? You know, and right now our churches and our, and our politics are so commingled at times that it drives me a little nuts. Now that's not to say, okay, don't take that as me saying like, you know, on Veterans Day or Memorial Day that you don't take maybe some time in the church service, you know, it doesn't have to be anything mean, you know, large, you know, right. or time consuming, but like on veterans day where you, you know, say, Hey, if you're a veteran, stand up and, you know, give pay them, respect, pay respect. You, that is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's the bad. It's when you all of a sudden go, okay, everyone, um, make sure to go vote for this candidate <laughs> because a, a, that's not, you're not supposed to do that from a church pulpit. Um, or from a church service because you can actually lose your tax exempt status doing that. Oh, yeah. did not know that. Yeah, that dangerous. It, that's one of those uh, kind of restrictions on it where you're not supposed to push uh, politics and that. But a lot of churches still kind of push it in another do. way and mm-hmm. find ways to do it. Such again, like that old time revival. That yeah, that seems almost too obvious though. <laughs> it, <laughs> like. It, and I, 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 I've driven by them because they've done this many years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, during COVID, they stopped, <laughs> you know. But it, it's like looking through a, uh, like through a time warp at that because you go by there and all the men are in suits, all the women are like in dresses down to the floor outside in that. I'm like, did I just see the Amish? What's going on? <laughs> and real MVPs. L- let me tell you something. I gotta be honest. Me, as a person who loves wearing shorts and jeans and all that, I would not feel welcome there. I would feel like an outsider and I would feel very uncomfortable. And I'm very confident in who I am. I don't care for the most part if if you look at me because I'm wearing jeans or whatnot, you know, like when I actually return to the office, um, which won't be this week for me, but it'll be the week after because I have actually an eye appointment for my dog this week. So, hmm. but when I go back to the office, I already told one of my coworkers, I'm like, I'm going to be joining the shorts crew. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if people right. see me in shorts. Am I getting my work done? Yes or no. Okay. Then I can wear, you know, as long as something's covering me. I don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not being indecent. Well, that's good. 
that's the least we can do. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. so, you know, and I'm, and that's a, but what I'm saying is I could go to that meeting. I would be fine going there in jeans and that, but I know everyone would be like, kind of looking at me like, why are you so like underdressed? Yeah. And I'm be, and you know, some people will be like, well, wouldn't you be afraid of being the only non-white? I'd be like that. I don't care about. Right. It, it It's more along the lines of, why, why Christians are always so judgmental on how you're dressing three quarters of them? I don't care. That's and God doesn't care about that either. He cares about what you're, what's going on in your heart, right? And it, it's one of those things that that very traditional mindset is something I have never been good with. Never been good with. I've never been got your Sunday best on today. I can't tell you the last, no, I can tell you the last time I wore khakis. Yeah. It was the two last times I can remember wearing khakis was Brewer's wedding. <laughs> and my buddy's uh, funeral. Other than that, I don't wear khakis. I, I mean, I told you what, how I did my last job interview, right? I was wearing a t-shirt and boxers. While on the phone doing oh, the interview. <laughs> it was over the phone, yeah. You wouldn't be doing that in person now. No, but I mean, yeah. that was the extent of my interview. It was just over the phone. And I was yeah. just like, boxers and teasers. All right, like, I'm relaxed. I'm comfortable. And they're like, oh, we got to submit a picture. I was like, uh. Give me a minute. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't like do like th- like that immediately. They're like, oh. you got to submit a picture. And this was during the height of COVID, right? And I was like, wait, I actually got to put on a polo? What what is this? Wait, what is this strangeness? I have to dress up. I know. So I was just, yeah, weirdness there. But that that's just me. I'm a very not a fan of traditional things. I'm conservative politically, not conservative in that regard at right. all. Yeah. Uh, does. Well, but that's just me. That's just weirdness. But anyways, yeah, so all that to say, I was not a fan of the, that mix maxing, mix political mixing of, and... of, of, of all that that I saw this morning. And, yeah. you know, I know my, you know, like my mom and that, she's a big Mike Lindell fan. And I, I, I just, that guy rubs me wrong on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. You know, his, his story himself, you know, because he went from like a drug addict to you know, the CEO and owner of a pillow company. Great. I'm glad he's <laughs> no longer a drug act and that he's turned his life around. It's then when he starts mix, trying to mix all that in with the political things. And um, it just rubs me wrong in that regard. Right. And, and it's not, it doesn't rub me wrong that he has political opinion. That's fine. But he has tried releasing like quote unquote documentaries. So many documentaries about these things. I'm just like, Dude, please provide evidence for anything you do. Oh, with that, yeah. But that's just right. near here nor there. But anyways, hmm. I hope that gave you enough time to to meditate and ponder and think upon the last few months. Because the last few months, a lot of things have happened. Really? Well, I mean, it's just been busy for no, yeah, no, it has been for you. You, it's been busy for me. I know your next like week or so is going to be really busy being a third wheel. <laughs> well, family reunion, and then yeah, 
Tisney trap, woo, and then things will slow down for a little while after that until the end of August, and I have another trip to go to. Yep. Woo! Um, but anyways. Yeah, I guess as far. What has Mr. Johnson been learning in his spiritual life? Gosh, and I had something on there too. No, I was going to jokingly say, what it means to be a godly masculine man, you know? <laughs> do you want me to keep that in, that line in? Or do you want me to edit that line out? I don't care. Because um, I was... <laughs> but what I've really been, I guess, kind of... I been on my mind, or I don't know, learning, I suppose, is... I guess it's more so. The, oh gosh, dang it! What was it? It's kind of like some of the freedoms that we have in Christ, mm-hmm. and every it's, it's it's just interesting to see where, as Christians, where we've come from. From, I mean, I was having a chat with my parents, and how it, it it's just concerning to me. I guess maybe this isn't really much or I guess necessarily maybe what I'm learning on the spiritual level but it's it's been what have Christians or like how are we kind of ruining Christianity to a point where it's like we we're a lot freer than I think we make it out to be hmm Again, so going back to a conversation I was having with my folks, growing up on my mom's side, her mom thought cards were evil. Like you couldn't play card games because cards were evil. I mean, there's you use cards in gambling, and then there's I guess that then there's the whole like tarot cards stuff, whatever right. or not. So cards. To them were at least to would be my 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 grandmama were kind of evil and like if my mom had kind of I guess gotten her to play cards from time to time later on in life, but even then like after playing a card game, she felt kind of eh, sick by it or whatever and felt bad almost about it. I'm like it, I just go to think I was like there's. As Christians, I feel like we have become so, I guess, over, uh, what's the word for it? I remember talking, we were reading, uh, also with the Bible study and we were reading in Genesis and how in this one verse, like the devil or was it Eve? Gosh, dang it. Now I have to look it up. It's just how it was like, we create things to be bad on our own that aren't necessarily bad. And one of my thoughts was dancing with churches, Mm -hmm. churches. Generally, they're like, no, go on dancing. Now, I get like going to prom with the songs that you're playing and dancing to, and some of the, like, I guess, yeah, the dances that you're doing are, yes, no, they're not pleasing to God. They're getting you, I guess, aroused potentially with whoever it is you're dancing with. And, Cause yeah, and, and I've heard like you know people say, oh, dancing just leads to sex and all that kind of stuff. Which yeah, okay, yeah, it can, depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess yeah, you're being close with like you know the, a person. I don't know, but at the same time, 
I danced at a friend's wedding. I danced with my friend's, I guess that day wife. And there was nothing in my mind going like, mm, like getting weird and sexual about it. Like I was just, I'm dancing with my friend. Yeah. I, There's nothing to it. Yeah. And like you said, it could be used, you know, it can, it can be, but ultimately it comes down to that self-control that you were, yes. that we are instructed in the Bible to build up over time. We're instructed to con- build up that self-control, you know, to control our desires, our lusts and right. that. So, and it's like, it, I just love how the church is like, nah, no dancing. Uh-uh, that's bad. But then it's like, okay, so you don't have dancing at the church, but then it's a free for all. If you take this reception elsewhere and have dancing. So everybody that has gone to this reception that is a Christian is sinning right now. Did I tell you about the wedding in Michigan where I was the best man? I think I've told you about this. You before. might have. You can totally refresh me though. Okay. <laughs> it, it was a very small conservative Baptist church mm-hmm. just outside Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was best man for um, a guy. I was his roommate in college a uh, year or so. And, you know, you know, me and him were pretty close at the time, hence best man. Right. Yeah. And we had the wedding reception went well. Everything was good. Um, we or the ceremony went well, everything was good, you know, and then we went to the reception and they're like, we, we weren't, we didn't ask like, can we have dancing, dancing, dancing? We asked, can the now husband and wife have, have their first dance, have their first dance. Mm-hmm. And we were told no, no dancing in the church, but this is the same person. Mm-hmm. But you can go on the sidewalk and dance because then it's not in the church. So we opened the church doors, blared the music out so they could have their first dance. Outside of the walls. Yeah. Outside of the walls of church. Just on the sidewalk right in front of the church building. Yeah. this is It's so irritating because it's like, what is it about? I don't know. this probably gets me more worked up than it should because it's not just dancing. There's so many other things I feel like that are out there. It's like us Christians like, no, 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 no. But, and we just paint this image of this is just bad and wrong when it's, it's not, I especially, well, I guess, yeah, with dancing in, in and of itself, it's not wrong. What you can do with it can make it wrong. But you can do that with just about darn near anything. So it's, uh, I guess it's, yeah, it's just, we're, and some people will say you're just, they're maybe taking precautionary measures to, so somebody that might be tempted doesn't do it or can't do it because they won't allow it. I, which I guess like, sure. Or hopefully if that person is close enough with the people that are there and these people know about that, then they can keep, keep them accountable. Cause that's something important that we should be doing too. Um, but it's, it, I just feel like we restrict ourselves too much on things. And then that's where it can be like to, you know, from people look on the outside in and I was like, well, you guys can't do this cause there's something wrong with it. Even though there's, Nothing wrong with it. So stuff like that that kind of just has been getting to me. And 
again, another thing is it's, I still have so much to learn about God and his word and all this other stuff where, I mean, I'm going to be learning stuff hopefully for the rest of my life. Hopefully I never get to a point where I just drop it and decide not to learn anymore and whatnot. Cause that would also be wrong. Mm-hmm. But, um, so that was one thing that's, that's kind of been on my mind was like, you know, we, I mean, we do have a lot of freedom still as a Christian and in Christ and stuff like that, where it's like, we don't have to, not everybody, everybody has their own struggles, I guess in life and there's things that yes okay we need to be more precautious or cautious about with ourselves as an individual but we shouldn't be imposing that on everybody else kind of thing that can handle something i guess you mean you can do alcohol some people can handle it and some people won't go get out of control with it some people just the thought of drinking they'll start to want to go out of control with it so, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is just realizing that everybody has their own personal struggles and as, you know, a Christian and stuff like that. But then another thing I think that's really been coming more clear to me or just more prevalent is just also <laughs> to kind of go on the flip side. Go on. Is to realize and be more um aware and weary of of what you allow yourself to do and just i guess not getting so tied in with the world where you leave i guess the teaching of god's word on the back burner and kind of thing and it's as a christian it should impact how you live right you know I, I which i mean i guess that's very basic that's very um probably yeah very easy to observe i don't know why it's been something that's been standing out to me but it kind of goes to what one of the things with um i guess kind of like what you and i have talked about before and like and you have done where it's like or where your beliefs will have an impact on what you decide to support, what you, and the, the whole thing, you can put your money where your mouth is kind of thing almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, and for me, it's, it's easy to just get lazy with things and not be mindful always of what God's word has to say on stuff. And it's easy to dismiss that and just, again, yeah, take the easy way out, I guess route right so i guess a big thing for me is it's it is learning how how i spend my time is well time money and i guess yeah just what i put my focus on how big of an impact that can have on me and where it could potentially take me where it's like yeah, I guess just life decisions where, what I end up doing with my life and stuff like that. And what, where do I let myself 
how far do I let myself go and turn down certain paths or if I should even go down them at all? Because mm-hmm. big thing is who your closest friends are and which, I mean, I'd have to say for the, you could, the inner circle of my close, close friends, I'd say there is a mixture of Christian and non-Christian for sure, but it's easy to let the non, like it's, golly, how am I saying all this? Um, It's easy for me to kind of go along with my friends that aren't Christians because it's easy. There's no like, well, little to no uh, accountability being had or told that what's right and what's wrong kind of thing. Just do your own thing. It's cool. Whatever. Right. There's no, I guess, real um, guiding going on in that. And it's, I guess I'm (laughs) learning just how much more careful I need to be, especially, I don't know, as I just go on and try and figure out what the heck do I want to do with my life kind of thing to whether is it going to be glorifying to God or is it not? And I guess I'm, I'm, I'm personally having a kind of a battle with that, honestly, because there's times where I think, you know, yeah, I could do this and still glorify God in it. But what <laughs> the part that fights me with is what are the chances you're going to stick with that and try and, or like, how long is it going to take for you to finally break down and start to lose that mm-hmm. and then just get sucked into the crowd and just do whatever you know, is going to be pleasing and satisfying to me. What's going to help me out and do best for me, which and that's the funny thing is because, I mean, God wants what's best for you. Right. It might not always look on like how we would want things to be. And that's where it, it really is to look at that long-term, I guess, goal or the long, not goal, but just look at things Long term, not short term. Because, uh, yeah, it's it's so easy to just please yourself in the short term, which can definitely be a struggle. I'm, I'd imagine for most people. Oh yeah. Gosh, I feel like there's so many. Now that I'm like starting to go on and think about it more and more as I'm going, it's like holy crap, there's so much <laughs> for me to be. <laughs> Or one still learning more on and just, you know, it is just thinking of how serious, how important, how serious it is to be connected with God and and dwelling with him and others that believe in him and whatnot. And again, it's, that's something that makes me nervous about christianity too or some not christianity but like some christians where it's like yeah i mean i definitely have many friends that aren't believers and yeah we have weird conversations (laughs) and okay yeah (laughs) um like you can see how or trying to see their views on it and stuff like that and that's where i i was where i really get put my place and i feel rather embarrassed about from time to time is sometimes like my lack of knowledge on certain things about the Bible. 
Because mm-hmm. when it ti- comes time to talk about God and the Bible and Christ and all that, right? If, if I haven't been doing my, if I haven't been doing my due diligence and reading and learning about God and knowing about God and stuff, I can't talk about it because I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it's it's important though to have those non-Christian friendships. Otherwise, who are you going to be talking to God about? Obviously, you could be proclaiming Christ to everybody you walk past, but it's how do you also do that lovingly and not, I guess, in a way, what are are the words I'm looking for? I guess bombarding them with with the Bible and God and stuff. Because it's from how I have seen people go about talking about Christ to some people. It's kind of <laughs> not good. I guess. I don't know if you, like, I'm sure you've seen that kind of stuff. And with the whole idea of it's bad for Christians to be going into bars because they shouldn't be seen in places like that. That's very upsetting to me. Why is that? Why is that? Yeah. Because, I mean, you can just look at <laughs> where Christ put him. Now, and this is the thing. Okay, yes, he is Christ. He's Jesus. He's <laughs> he's God. Okay. Boom. <clears throat> but at the same time, he spent time with sinners. He hung out with them and talked to them about, I guess, himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, what? What? You know, my response to that, and I'm not saying I disagree with you, so don't think you're like all of a sudden. Oh, okay, like, you know what, that's it. <laughs> because, I mean, how many times have we gone mm-hmm. to bars, you know, whatever? Yeah, we're sinful people. Yeah. I mean, we are, but yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but my response to that is this. The thing, you know, you've always heard, you always hear the, uh, was it the analogy or whatever about, you know, the, the, the sick people and doctors mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. I look at it this way. The person, it, and it might not necessarily be you, you know, whatever, you know, just because we're having a drink, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, and I'm not saying that, uh, don't take this the wrong way of saying that anytime a Christian goes into a bar, they are only there to evangelize. No. Sometimes they're just, they're just to relax with friends and family. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between drinking alcohol and the difference between just getting wasted and drunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. But my view on is this. I know that there are certain people, even down here in Racine, even though I don't live here in Racine, right? Mm-hmm. They know who I am. They know what I do, what what I'm about and everything, right? They're not necessarily, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of a guy I used to work with at Aurora that I don't work with him anymore. Me and him work at different companies now. Um, he moved on from Aurora as well. But I know he is never going to step foot in a church unless it's for like a wedding or a, a mm-hmm. funeral or something like that. Right. So, okay, I'm going to go to where he is. Right. That doesn't mean just now. Okay. There are certain limitations on this. This isn't a free for all coupon to go to like a strip club or something like that. No, that, hey. that that's not what this is. Oh. You know, there are still some things that you have to take into consideration about the destination, which are going a strip club or something like that that's a negative no that's a no go right because at, at that point it's not just you're maybe going for a drink it's 
oh look naked people <laughs> they're not uh, they're not most not. mostly nude i've never been to one myself obviously so well but, i mean they have clothes on it's just not a lot come on Aaron, please <laughs> tell me how they <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, there I, was, I'm sorry I brought that up. No, that's, that's I don't know. Have I talked about that on here? I oh, you have. I thought so. so. Yep. That's but awesome. like, I guess I would, depending on the circumstance, would you go to one for someone? Depending if it's like some crazy circumstance. The only circumstance is I have their medication and they're dying and they need okay, it. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. In, in that case, <laughs> yes. But if it's right. like we're in a different town and they're like, hey, da, 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 let's go, go hang out at the strip club. And, and like, just, no. Yeah. No. Right. So yeah. it, it, the only circumstance is I somehow have their medication or I have something that is vital important and they're going to be arrested or die or something like that. Right. That's the only some extreme emergency. That's the only extreme emergency I could see happening with that. But you know, again, going back to you know that that buddy of mine, that guy I know, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, he will never step foot in a church. Mm-hmm. However, I have seen him multiple times already down at Peppy's, oh. and I've had you know not obviously long chats, but at least keeping the communication going between mm-hmm. us. You know, in, in keeping that relationship alive. And if I didn't, guess what? He would never see me there. Yeah. Or he would never see me, period, or communicate. Right. So, you know, some people go, well, ends don't justify the means. Sometimes they do when it's not, the means are not a sinful thing. Stepping mm-hmm. into a bar is not sinful. No. Playing cards is not sinful, even though I found this hilarious article from back in the day. Oh, no. Oh, no. By J.D. Carlson. He wrote, Dr. Talmadige, I probably butchered that name, um, right? I couldn't tell you. As great a minister as ever served the Presbyterian denomination, said he would rather have his children play with a nest of rattlesnakes than with a deck of cards. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Talk about, I'd rather see my child die. (laughs) Yep. What the heck? It goes on. A deck of cards used to be called the Devil's Bible, and in the 17th century, it was called the Devil's Picture Book. I wonder if that's true or not. I have, unfortunately, found a lot of things like this are over-exaggerated or whatnot. Right. Like, for example, um, that book recently. Um, what he must be to marry my daughter. Okay. He, I, I found a falsehood in there, by the way, where he goes, where he was making the claim that, you know, a guy of old was a, a diplomat by the age of 14 or whatever. I looked it up. Yeah. He didn't become a diplomat till his thirties. Liar. What? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is factually false. I was like, cause I even mentioned, I remember w- when it came about, um, I was like, man, that seems young to be a diplomat. That that just seems weird. I didn't have the resources what? at the time to look it up. I'm trying to remember what um, he was talking. It was a former president, um, Adams, I believe. And he was saying, oh, by the time he was 14, he was a diplomat and all this other stuff. And I was like, that just seems weird. Weird. Hmm. So I looked it up. And I was like, no, he wasn't a diplomat. It was like his 30s. I was like, false. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Just it brought it up when Interesting. I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I say that he writes this 
I can't validate the validity of this live. I literally just found this article. And because here and here's what anytime I read statements like this, this always kind of I guess makes me second guess articles. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm like, I can't even trust anything you read anymore. Now, <laughs> again, this was written back in like I don't know. The guy was born in 1915, so a while ago. So ultra conservative times, right? Heck yeah. He goes, each card in the deck has a special meaning. Men who know tell me this is true. The cards have a secret language. Here's what it means. This is back in the time when like the devil wasn't everything. Like everything was a satanic ritual type deal. You know, if I live back in this time, I, geez Louise, I'd be in so you'd much trouble. Be, yeah. You'd, mm. Between D and D and card games and all this other stuff. Oof. So according to this person, and, and this might have influenced some of the stuff like when your mom was saying like how, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, her family had a history of cards, right? Some of this might have influenced it. So according to this, the king represented the prince of darkness, the devil. Oh, the 10 spots on the, the 10 spot speaks of the spirit of lawlessness. Then the club represents violence and murder. The jack speaks to the loose living man, the lustful man, the licentious individual who only lives to satisfy his lower nature. The queen represents Mary, the mother of our Lord. In the language of the cards, however, Mary is represented as an impure, dissolute, immoral woman. I never have seen that, what playing cards this person has played with. (laughs) And then there's the joker. It represents Christ. What? Yep. What? It is said that the Joker is the offspring of the Jack and the Queen. I was like, I was like, where where did that come from? Where did we get this story from? Probably some whack nut who thought this up on his own and started telling people it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. the, The article continues. This is a short article. Thankfully. Um, remember that nine tenths of all gambling is done with cards. Maybe at that time, true. I don't know. Nowadays, definitely not true. Also remember that nine tenths of those who gamble today learn to play cards at home. No Christian should play cards. Surely no Sunday school teacher should play cards. The Bible said, touch not the unclean thing. As far as I am concerned, I would not allow the dirty deck to desecrate my Christian home and tarnish my testimony. Wow. Yeah. Touch. Where, okay. Touch not the unclean thing. Huh? But anyway, sorry. I, I just, I wanted to take what you were saying and just throw add a oh, little context in uh, there. Thank and, you. And then oh. also bring that up. And I was like, this was something that was taught back in the day in this, you know, and that brings some context, hopefully for like your own family's thing of like, right. These well, card things. <laughs> yeah. It's, which I mean, at this point is long gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. your parents have people over to play cards. Car- <laughs> Us heathens. Anything else there, sir? It's been going on. Josh. From all the m- rambling and mumbo jumbo I was going on about. No. <laughs> no. I'm always all over the place. It's crazy. That's um, perfectly fine. 
But uh, no, I guess I, the biggest thing is to kind of think of, I mean, I think we're much freer as Christians than we make ourselves out to be. At least some of us. <laughs> right. Um, Cause like, I, I guess uh, I feel like, well, I mean, just even based on that article, I mean, we can be so quick to jump to something that we think is unclean or evil and paint that image on it when it's really, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not bad. God doesn't say you do not do this card game playing stuff. So it's just, and again with, this is one thing that has always bugged me. Yeah. Where it's, our society has created the upside down cross to be some satanic evil imagery thing. Mm-hmm. Which I still don't. I feel like someone's tried to explain it to me and I just, I don't get it because it's, I mean, going in the Bible, one of the disciples had himself crucified upside down. Yes. He didn't feel worthy of being crucified the same as his savior. Yeah. That's that's not demonic. That was was Peter. Peter, Right. Okay. So I was like, the whole upside, where, where did this upside down cross satanicness come from i don't know so i mean not everybody knows that is to be some satanic symbol which i guess yeah. biblically it's it's not yeah so the whole thing with that is that peter didn't feel himself worthy to be on the cross because his savior christ his lord died on, on the cross mm-hmm. so he had it basically he down. said he was unworthy so that's why he had the cross inverted yes so yes, historically, and, and this is this is the fun of, and I've talked about this before, about trying to read modern context into old things. Uh huh. Um, because now the Satanic Church has an inverted cross. It has taken the inverted cross for themselves. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean in the original context. That doesn't mean oh, okay, original context is now Satanic. It's just modern usage of that imagery is now, is now evil considered a tie to the satanic church mm-hmm. just like um i was listening to or not listening i was watching a video recently mm-hmm. on like okay nerd nerd me on the history of the code behind the legend of zelda the original game on the nes and they were talking about how they stored the the dungeons and in, in, in storage to kind of save space, right? I don't know if you remember this. Have you ever played oh, the original Legend of Zelda? Oh, okay. Very few times. One of the dungeons in the original Legend of Zelda, if you don't know the context behind what's going on, you'd go, wait a minute, that looks like a swastika. Like the dungeon design is that. What it is really is it's, you know, because obviously it's made in Japan. So people go, Oh, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. but it, it's actually a, a religious symbol from India that belongs, that they use in a religion. Unfortunately, the Nazis took and, and basically perverted it. that image just as the Satanists have perverted the upside down cross. Mm-hmm. So 
what do we associate it with? We associate it with the thing that's the more negative, not the thing that was originally intended for, again, because of our kind of view on how we view history. And, you know, the, they made a big point of it. They're like, people who see this now will be like, oh, this is a, a swastika, but it, here's the actual where it came from. Here's the origin of it. Here's what it really means. It's like, it's not what we now want to reinterpret it as, but mm-hmm. they can see why it's problematic. Right. You know, and because you, you, you bring up this inverted cross thing. Yeah. Um, I was at Life Fest. There's a band actually that sells a shirt with an inverted cross with on an it. inverted cross and um on below it it says unworthy. Huh. You know, in the when so this is their second year at Life Fest. Uh they were there last year and they were there yeah. this year. Um they were in uh the the pit uh, tent. Sick. Where so they're heavy, weren't they? Yep. Yeah. They they were like I forgot what style of metal, but they were one of those is metal that, bands. Is that where you were asking me about the alloy core alloy core? Alloy core that was whatever? just another band. I didn't know what it was. Okay. But anyways, so you know that that happened, right? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what style they were. But. Well, of course it'd be metal because metal is of the devil. So. Yeah, of course, <laughs> but. The first time I saw it, I was like, why are they selling an upside down shirt? Like, it, it again, that was part of my own ignorance at the time was I, I didn't know the full history of it. Mm-hmm. My brain was seeing it as the Evil satanic <laughs> symbol. And I was like, that is a weird shirt to be selling at a Christian music festival. Yeah. And then I was, I'm looking through it. I'm like, and they graciously, they actually have an FAQ on their page, actually. Oh, about that? About it. And then they have nice. all these like historical references back to it. And I was like, yeah. I appreciate you for doing this. Right. Cool. And then that was my own education on going, huh, I got to learn some some new stuff on, on, on things like that. But mm-hmm. you saw that shirt a lot this year. So and here's where it turns interesting. It's like a bar situation. Mm-hmm. To the outside world, they're going to interpret it as how they know it. Mm-hmm. A satanic symbol. And then they go, wait, but you're a Christian. How does this align? And that opens up the conversation. Right. It's the same thing as, oh, you're a Christian. Why are you going to a bar? Or why are you playing with cards? Even though that article was just... By the way, they have another article too on um, POD. And I want to read it later oh, for gosh. laughs. So... Oh, I, man, I haven't kept up or followed P.O.D. I know. I know they were supposed to be some Christian band or whatever, but I've never like kept with them to see because I'm not sure. I'm not going to say because I can't say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they definitely did uh, start out that way. I don't mm-hmm. know how they've uh, continued to it. Continued on. You know, a lot of bands, you know, you know, they start off strong, but then get <gasps> torn away by our culture and secularized. Yep. And yeah, no, uh, which is another thing I always kind of find funny, which I, I've heard from some uh, Christians talking about bands that, you know, claim to be Christian and stuff like that, or at least some of the people in there claim to be Christians. They're like, oh, that could be such a great, um, platform platform for them to preach the gospel and do and do this all all this other stuff and i'm like okay well yeah 
And I know in some of their like on older lyrics, okay, yeah, they probably they they do have some more like outspoken like okay, these are Christian lyrics, right? I guess my thing where I, I I wouldn't expect them to, especially, I guess, in like they aren't like a Christian like band kind of thing. Just a couple of the members happen to be Christian in the band, right? Sometimes, right? It's like, yeah, okay, they could do that on their platform, and you know, during sometime during the set, talk about God and stuff like that. I guess, and I don't have anything against that. And bands that do do that, aka Skillet, <laughs> which they are very bold about that, and I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. I guess to think of to, I guess like you could always turn that question back on them where with their work the way that they earn their money are they using their i guess time at work to be always proclaiming god to their employees or the people that they're with kind of thing or are they doing their job and obviously you know i guess not that they you know disregard any of their christian beliefs and behaviors and stuff like that like they still act you know, in ways honoring to God while they're at work. Mm-hmm. But are they, you know, always, I guess, preaching the gospel to people and stuff like that, which I mean, that is what we are called to do is to share the gospel and stuff with people. So I guess that's even something I've been chewing on is like, what does that look like necessarily? Or what, which that could be a whole nother rabbit hole for another time. But like for this band, I mean, this is their livelihood. This is how they make their money. And I could, I don't know, I guess you could always do the thing where I can see arguments going all ways, so I don't really know which one I'd be like, "Mm," sticking to. But it's like, so if they do that, I guess you could see them, what if they lose fans and stuff? Mm -hmm. And then that impacts their livelihood. Now I guess all these guys that I'm thinking of a specific group, but like these guys all have stuff that they do on the outside besides the band still. But like if that's your main income, I guess I don't personally think that sharing the gospel would destroy their success. But it's like on the outsides though still, these guys that are Christians can still have those conversations with their fans and stuff like that. And if talk about Christ to them. So it's like, I guess, I don't know why are you, why would you tell them how to go about doing their job when I guess, are you doing what you're telling them to be doing on your own kind of thing? It's just stuff like that where I, I don't like when you try and like, Oh, well this, you guys are famous and stuff. And even though they're, I mean, Whatever. It could be borderline. Maybe they're famous. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But it's like, yeah, you could use that, you know, opportunity to tell so many other people about Christ, which is so many other ways you can still share Christ with people mm-hmm. outside of that moment. So don't like how people seem to be. I, and again, maybe this is some people. This isn't everybody, but it's like, they think they're not doing a good job if they're not sharing the gospel while they're up on that stage kind of thing. And so it's like, I, 
I don't know. I guess I'm kind of mixed feelings about it, but there's always, and this is a thing too, is <laughs> we're always going to be learning. We're never going to be done learning and we'll learn that we have believed wrongly on things and be corrected in time. Mm-hmm. But I guess the only really good way to do that is to be <laughs> reading your Bible, learning about it. And I guess, and that's another thing that <laughs> this, I guess some of this year is, how much more it really is than just, okay, I'm reading my Bible. All right, cool. Got it. There's a lot more into studying it than it is just reading it. Yeah, definitely agree. Man, you from the whole like facial expressions, like what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You, you, you've uh, done quite <laughs> a bit. really rambled on a lot. <laughs> So I tell you what, what we're gonna yeah. do here on what are this we gonna do? because close her out. Well, I think we're gonna close her out on this one. This will be part one. That was sick. Part okay. two is where I am now going to share what I have. Yeah, learned. holy crap, Aaron, jeez, because <laughs> it's already been over an hour at oh, this point. Are you for real? Yeah. So oh my goodness. So it's like you know what we just now got a a, a large just dump from just, Aaron on what he. It has been going through his mind, what he's been learning, how he's been growing. Because here's the thing I want to emphasize for you, Aaron, especially. Uh-oh. Learning doesn't always necessarily mean it's, uh, I I have learned this beautiful, holy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sometimes it's taking those thoughts, those in those um, rabbit holes, mm-hmm. and how they change your whole life as a whole. Just because something is spiritual doesn't mean it has to be like i have learned how to see an angel or something you know something stupid <laughs> right. like that i have learned yeah. how to be more patient i've learned mm-hmm. how those are great yeah don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but sometimes it's those more practical things because that's how you learn to live in a world that doesn't share the same things as you mm-hmm. and that's how we get to know all that stuff better we get along better and um yeah. just things go so don't I don't want you to come away thinking like, oh, I just rambled on about all this stuff, but none of it is related <laughs> to how I'm growing spiritually. Cause guess what? It all is and it all does. It's it's all connected in some way, shape, or another. I'm you know, I'm not trying to be one of those crazy little spiritual people. Oh, everything is spiritual, mm. but everything is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. So, <laughs> so the, in, in, just because it doesn't necessarily seem like it is like mm-hmm. this is how it's going to be it, there's still going to be a lot of stuff that you are going to learn in that so true it's it's a, it's a never ending process yeah it <laughs> definitely is so we're going to end out part one here uh, you're going to hear the outro music and then um, the next week or so here you'll get part two from me from Paul yeah d- the just real de- words just, of wisdom it, it just depends on how things lay out yeah. Um, right. on when that will come out. Hopefully it's, it'll be back to back and then we'll get part two going. So, all right, Aaron, thank you for sharing for now. I expect you to interject as well when I do okay. my talking. All right.